in this B. Alright. We in this joint now. We up in this joint. We cool. We cool. Now let me turn that down a little bit. Alright, we up in this joint. Oh man. What time is it, my nigga? It's nine o'clock for show. What's up? Folk. And welcome to the podcast where I might. I might. I really just might. Look around and speak on it. It's your one and only favorite Wody. Matter of fact, I'm your favorite Wody since the Hot Boys. Just another nigga. With no bitches. And an opinion. And yes, the no bitches part is true. There shall be a lot of talks today about women, the dealings, the interactions, the whole, you know, you know. So I'm going to get right into it. I was born. On July 29th, 1991. That means today, January 9th, 2019, I'm in the year to be turning 28. Last week, there was a documentary, a docu-series that came out about the man we know as Robert Kelly, a.k.a. R. Kelly, a.k.a. Step in the name of AKA, I hit you in a little bit, Kobe. AKA, happy people. AKA, I believe I can fly. AKA, bumping grind. AKA, when you really hear it back, just looking at the title, seems like you're ready. Excuse me. I bring up my age because when I see the docuseries, which I only watch maybe an episode or two, not a lot. I think what is it, six part, six part? I might have seen one part, two parts, whatever. I had no plans of watching whatsoever. And I'm talking to my shorty. Um, texting her, what you doing? Watching R. Kelly series. She hates R. Kelly. She's been watching this shit. And then she tells me I hate this. Or I'm mad at this. Something to the effect that led her to say 
What's the point? So then I'm now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. I'm like, well, shit. Now I want to watch it to know why'd you get to this? Like, what led you to say this? Because I know how you feel about Kells. What led you say that? Like, what's the point of this? You know? So I watch it. It's on. I, you know, take, it took me 10 or 15 minutes just to turn on my TV. There's something so weird with, like, my cable box and my TV is literally, like, the most hit or miss shit ever. Sometimes I might turn on my TV and my cable box and everything turn on right then and there. Then sometimes it's like it literally takes like 15 minutes for some shit to come on. Um. So anyway, I'm watching it. And I'm looking at everything and I'm like, damn, like. This nigga Kells was out here wilding, you know. And. uh and I kind of got her feeling of what's the point. Though I understand the point. I totally get the point. But back to my age. Why is it that growing up, literally up until like a few years ago, three at the most, mm, I'll give it four at the most. That I actually realized that the sex tape of R. Kelly involved a minor. Hmm? For real? He was pissing on a little girl? Like a chap, for real? Apparently so. Apparently so. You know? And, uh... And, uh, and I'm just thinking about this. And I'm thinking about this. And I see... You know, I see the Dave Chappelle skit coming up. People talking about something, you know, we already knew this and that. And I was telling the homies. How. How in the fuck. Did society. How the fuck did society. Lead me to believe. That R. Kelly. Had a sex tape out. When celebrity sex tapes was a big thing, early 2000s, late 90s, whenever that shit dropped, was a big thing that he just went the extra mile on the sex tape and peed on someone. It's crazy. So now I hear... Well, you know, I find out his dealings with R. Kelly, well, not R. Kelly, but Aaliyah when she was younger and just, you know, just, just so much shit, you know? And, and it's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is 
though I completely understand and though I also feel that the documentary was needed, these stories needed to be told. Now, he's still claiming they're false. Truth or false, the other side should have been spoken about. Especially, especially when, um, you know, these rumors, these allegations have been going around for years, you know, for years, they say. And it makes me mad at people that were, you know, because I see all this outrage, rightfully so outrage. I see all this outrage and things like that. Especially from Twitter. And that's a younger demographic. So that kind of makes sense. And I feel like I'm in that demo, you know, because that's like I was telling Mugs, like, I was like, you know, when I see Jada Pinkett talking about how she, how confused she is about how these numbers and shit has spiked up. Well, it's because I can remember being 11, 12 years old, whatever, when Stepping on Name of Love came out and me and one of my older sisters had a cold ass choreographed dance to that shit. A cold ass little choreographed two step with the spin and all the twirl spin and all we had it. This shit was this shit was cold. This shit was cold. My nigga just a niggas just, you know, grooving at, in the purest form. In the purest form, we was grooving. Two-step. That's how the numbers spiked up. Because y'all led us to believe. Y'all led us to believe that, well, I guess it won't shit really happening. Because clearly, a fucking videotape of him pissing On a on a on a girl wasn't enough. You know, wasn't enough for anybody to do shit, I guess. That's crazy. Now nah, that's how the numbers no, you no, that's like uh you know, that's of course. You know, that that's that's like Joe Budden was saying. He was confused at her confusion. That's the same thing I thought when I seen that tweet a couple days ago. When I seen that video. Like, what you confused about? You in your 40s. Now, I can't say that you didn't cancel him years ago when you heard about this shit. But you knew. Like, you really knew. So, I'm over here, you know, like. Like I said, I'm mad. I'm mad and I feel a way about people. That was that that's 35 and up. I'm t- I'm feeling away at y'all. Y'all let us y'all let people my age feel like nothing was really going on. Like nobody. Music execs. Other artists. Radio stations, you know, 
And I'm not here and I'm not saying any of that with a judgment to anybody else. Like, you know, like y'all should burn in hell with them or whatever. No, that's not even close to what I'm saying, you know. But. Motherfuckers knew. Motherfuckers seen a tape at the bare minimum. Niggas seen a tape at the bare minimum. Niggas seen a tape. Ain't do shit. But I'm supposed to, you know, now in 2018, 2019, because, you know, the lighting was on point and there was great, you know, background music being played underneath these stories. Just hella production value. Now I'm I got to be a creep. Now I got to be looked at crazy. Because I like stepping in the name of love. Because I like happy people. Like now. No, y'all. Come on, man. No. Y'all should have never let me. Why would y'all give me that option? Y'all knew like that. I never should even been known to that. You feel me? Because that's what I'm saying. Like I was born in 91. So, of course, I remember hearing the bumping grinds and whatever the R. Kelly songs was in the 90s and shit like that. But like my for real, for real introduction to Kells for my mind, body and soul was at the earliest, like 2001 or some shit like that, you know? Like, that's when I really was like, damn, this nigga Kells is something fucking crazy, you know? And then... Even afterwards, even afterwards, you know, like, it's just crazy. It's literally crazy how motherfuckers are just acting like nobody ever knew shit. Like, and I was talking to, I was talking to my shorty the other day. And that's one reason why I love this girl, you know, and that's one reason why I love anybody that is just down to have a conversation, you know, because she was like, I was about to say some shit. And then I was like, you know what? Because we were just going back and forth about something, uh, something along the lines of the R. Kelly shit or whatever. Uh, it might not have been like specifically the R. Kelly shit, but just something in those in those lines. Um and uh and I you know I was just about to say something I was like you know what never mind you got it cuz I don't even want to say something that's just gonna you know sound whatever not that I was worried about offending her or whatever it's just I was like you know what I'm just whatever I'm, you got it and she was like no say it so I said it and I was like you know I'm tired of this um we don't believe black women thing you know and I forgot the point that I was trying to make but you know it was just like ah god what was that point what was I now I'm mad that I brought it up because I what I just said sounds wild you know what I'm saying and uh even if I could fully make the point, whether you agree or not, uh, 
I hate the fact that I, that you can't at least hear my logic because I totally forgot what it was. But um, anyways, I, I really just brought that point up just to sweat, segue into something else or well back into the R. Kelly shit of just like, you know, um, with the docu-series coming out, it seems like that's what people are caring about now is the multiple. Like, I guess it was cool when it was one time. Or if that's what the allegations was, it was one time. And he doing all this great shit. Because like we say, like, we know the nigga is great when it comes to this music or whatever. Like, um, that one time was just like, whatever. I guess he did it. You know, it don't really look like him or, you know, whatever. You know, it's crazy because, like, niggas really had that shit in, like, movies and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? What was it, Barbershop? Where niggas was talking about the R. Kelly tape? It's like, "Ah, I kind of look like him from the, some shit like that. I don't know, but, uh, but now with this, uh, docuseries, you know, like with the older people, not even with my generation, uh, with the older people, they're just like, you know, how did we get fooled or how did we not, you know, this and that shit. And I feel like within the industry, these stories have been floating around and whatever the case was. But I say all that to say, I feel I I see where black women are coming from with that. 100%. I do. And I still wish I could remember the point that I was trying to make. But, um, yeah, man. Like, fuck. Ugh. I don't even want to stay on the R. Kelly shit too much longer, you know, because everybody's been talking about it, whatever the case was. Really, my only piece that I wanted to put out was the fact that I'm mad that we've been having this motherfucking, everybody been having this outrage, like, niggas ain't no shit. And all of a sudden, Motherfuckers want to fill away all of a sudden, motherfuckers like nah, like y'all niggas knew. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really know. I heard shit, but I swear to God, like I ain't really know. Y'all niggas knew. Y'all older motherfuckers really knew, bro. Like y'all niggas really knew, and <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like niggas want like parents don't want to let you. Like come on, bro. Parents was hiding you from rap. From Dipset or motherfucking The Chronic, but parents weren't parents weren't hiding you from R. Kelly. What do you mean? Like how would you not hide motherfuckers from Kells? I would. How did you let Step in the Name of Love come into my life? I don't understand, man. You know, but I don't. It's kind of like, and I've been. And I was telling someone, we was talk, I was talking to the homie the other day, and I was like, you know what, like, once I pile up enough <laughs> evidence, just how, like, a couple podcasts ago, I had a podcast about white men, white people, white men got it tough, and then the podcast before last, I had it about us as black folk. The next one, I was like, you know, once I pile up enough evidence, or just topics 
that I want to, I was like, I'm finna speak on, I was like, I have to speak on black women. There is just, there's, there's things, I, I have to speak on black women. I seen something on Twitter the other day that just kind of, you know, um, which, and I was like, you know, when I seen it on Twitter, I was like, damn, I can't really, I was like, I want to disagree, but I can't, like, I do agree. But then I start looking at the comments and I was just like, man, I see a lot of hypocrisy right now, a lot of hypocrisy right now. And I feel bad. I really do. And I literally was just thinking about this earlier and I was like, maybe it's just like the tribal instinct of everything you just relate to niggas a Niggas will argue over politics, sports, you know, anything that you just have in common with someone else. If a motherfucker got a Camaro, Ford and Chevy, classic example. If a, if a motherfucker got a Ford truck and his homie got a Ford truck and then somebody pull up with a Chevy truck. And even say one thing, two niggas in the Ford truck finna let the nigga in the Chevy have it. Like they gonna jump him. Not physically fight him, but just like <laughs> gang gang. We F-150 over here. Get your little Silverado ass out the way, nigga. You know? And uh so when I be on Twitter, cause I I've been on Twitter like a lot lately. A whole, whole lot more than I've ever been since I've had that. Mm, excuse me. Hold on. Like, normally, I, I I used to never be on fucking Twitter, bro. Ever. Like, I was like, even, the, I was like, Twitter's just like, the world is too big for me. Because it is the world. But it's a, but Twitter isn't the world. The world is on Twitter, but Twitter is not the world. And and I was and like I met up with, I met up with the homie the other day to do some editing, but I was on the phone with my girl because I was telling her about this tweet that I'm about to and why we just we probably was on the phone going back and forth for like 15, 20 minutes. And uh and I was just like, God, I just love that me and you can just have talks, you know. Anytime I say some shit, she can just argue against it. I just fucking love it, you know. Mentally stimulate. Damn, I truly get that shit now. God, God, Kobe, don't cheat on me again. <laughs> and I won't do the same. But um. anyway, so yeah, the tweet was, you can literally be a rapist, a molester, a abuser, a killer, the only thing black men care about is if you gay or not. And I was like, when I seen that shit, I was like, man, nah, fuck she right. Fuck she right, man. Fuck she's right. But again, I wanted to disagree, but I couldn't. The reason why I couldn't disagree, because most of the shit that she named, I um completely, you know, just 
I just threw that off. I just didn't even truly acknowledge that. I'm like, this is just off the strength and off the backs of the of the R. Kelly doc. This is this is a reach. This is literally a reach. Whatever. This is just that's just what that is. But what I couldn't disagree with, Loki. What? Whoa! It's not so much what I couldn't disagree with. What I felt like her bigger point was, is if you gay or not. And I looked at the girl's picture. She was, um, cause when I looked at the comments, she was like, you know, I'm only 15 years old, so y'all school me to if I don't know something or whatever, just be kind and this and that shit about it, you know. So then I looked at her picture, and uh, she looked like you know a little tomboy. So she could be gay herself, you know, who knows? Um, but then I'm just going through the comments, and I'm just. Ah, baby girl preaching today. You know, somebody shook the table. Tell me where to lie at. This and all that shit. And you know, and I'm just like, bro, why do black women just really can't stand black men right now? Like, what's up with this shit? What is up with like, what is up with, what? I don't get it. I don't get it. Why do why do black women can't stand black men right now, man? You know, and I and, and and the hypocrisy for me was well, black women. I feel like black women have always lusted over and loved the the uh, the killer drug dealer just as much as anybody else. Um, they definitely, you know. Like they say, girls want a bad boy. When they're young, they want, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, okay, you you don't have to acknowledge that, but come on, my niggas, let's be real. Y'all fall into that category easily, easily. Probably from, from ages fucking 14 to who knows, at least 24, y'all wake up in the morning on some killer shit. Y'all fall into that killer category <laughs> easy for a smooth 10 years of your life, like, y'all are in that attracted to fuck shit. I ain't even gonna say fuck shit, just the same shit that was on there. But then I also got to the the gay part. And again, like I said, I'm gonna dive into this deeper on a, on a later episode. I'm like, bro, black women are like 10% less homophobic than black men. Off the rip. Not even a question. Not even a question. Easily. And it's not even like all black men are homophobic. So if you want to say 80%, then we're going to give black women 70. If you want to be realistic and say 40% of black women or, or black men are homophobic, then uh, you can you can definitely say 30% of black women are homophobic. Especially... And like my girl was saying, which I was about to get to, but she brought it up first. And I was like, I'm glad you said it. She brought up the age, you know, and I'm like, yeah, especially older black women. Now, I'm not sure. Now, I feel like, you know, there might be a case with black men. A black man could really, you know, well, throughout generations, eras. I feel like the younger era of black women are less are probably significant. Uh, I, I, how do I, how do you say that word right? Significantly, uh, I really need to learn how to say that word right. Uh, less homophobic 
than older black women. I feel like black men, that gap probably had their gap probably isn't as spread if if that's if if I'm saying it correctly, you know, that yeah, that gap hasn't narrowed with it with through eras. You know what I'm saying? A 20 year old black dude can be just, is probably right now just as homophobic as uh, a 60 year old black man, a 60 year old black man. You know what I'm saying? Compa- in comparison to black women, you know, and uh, hold on. Let me check this camera right here. God, I really hate I, I'm going to build like a mirror or something to uh, so I can see that shit. Exactly what I'm going to do. Put a mirror right there. But um. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, anyways, anyways. Like I said, I'm gonna get into that later. But while I'm on it, black women and filling away, I feel it, black women. I really do. I think about hip hop culture, how we've. I guess how I'm saying how like. Why do black women feel so, feel this way? Because as a black man, I be feeling a way. You know, I be feeling a way. I be feeling a way. Because I'm tribal, so I'm like fighting for my niggas as a man, as a black man. Because I feel not threatened, but threatened. You know? Or attacked. Or not loved by by, uh, black women. Like, they don't care about us. They don't care about me. Um... But then when I really fucking like, when I really fucking look back and think about the culture and shit, when I really sit back and um and think about like the culture of hip hop and shit. One second, I'm back. Oh, there we go. All right, I'm back. <sighs> we have been like. Think about like just for example, pimping. Now that's the oldest shit in the book. And they say just like how you kill you kill the person, you kill the people that's in your community. When they always talk about black on black crimes, whatever the case may be, white on white crime like, well, that's that's likely who cause that's your neighbor. Unfortunately, that's it's your, it's your motherfucking community, you know, the people that's, that you just around. That's just so happens where most of the shit usually go down. So with black women, like when I think about like pimping, especially in the hip hop culture, like how pimping, that's not something people really rap about now. Pimping. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the only person I really still hear maybe drop a, a few bars about pimping. As like a new era rapper, for real, for real, it's like schoolboy. Like Q stay talking about some shit on the track, you know. Um, but like back in the day, like shit that was allowed. All right, we let R. Kelly slide. How in the fuck in the nineties did we let hip hop icon? Legends, especially in the South. How did we let A Ball MJG 
how we how it's like how did it how and it just it really just goes to show how things were different either how things were different or how i guess you People just didn't care. My niggas was literally on the track talking about straight up domestic violence, straight up beating. Push her head into the wall until you hear that cracking sound. On the song Pimp. Fucking DJ Paul got a track that literally says like that song, like that part as like his hook. And the lyrics, because I was looking it up. I was looking it up earlier. I was like, man, what eight ball song was that when I heard? Because I remember the first time I heard that song. It's probably like last year or so. Because uh, my homies, my homies, uh, you know, Nooney and, and, and Sloan, like they, they especially Sloan, because he's from Mississippi, Nooney from Atlanta. So like they really, really got that taste of like, the South, you know what I'm saying, of Southern music at least compared to me and VA. Like I'm more, I'm more so came up on like an East Coast shit for real, for real. Unless it was, you know, Hot Boys, whatever, whatever is really kind of popping out of the South, but not really like underground shit, you know. And uh, so I'm like, yo, what? Like, give me a good, like a hard ass Ball and G album to listen to. So it was like, you know, listen to uh, I forgot which one it was called. I think it's coming out hard. That might be the name of the album. I don't know. The one with the white convertible. And uh so I heard that song, and when I heard it, I remember, like, when I heard those, I was like, wow. I was, <laughs> I was like, yo, for real? I was like, they, like, niggas really was just saying that? Like, <sighs> you know, it's just, that's crazy to think that, like, and, and, I, and again, you know, it just seems like, when it comes to black women, I don't know what it is. Maybe we haven't never cared, you know? Because when I hear that, a track about, like, domestic violence, you really just bragging about, like, how you supposed to, like, psychologically fuck a bitch up. Like, think about, like, think about how predatory that shit is. You know what I'm saying? Like, what type of joint, what what type of girl, like, what type of girl falls into pimping? I can only imagine, like, her upbringing had to be some type of fucked. Some type of fucked her upbringing had to be some type of fucked. And you spotted that and you attacked. And then they keep her in control, like, to beat her. Break a bitch down, all the, like, and then just discard her. You know what I'm saying? Like this is shit that black women been hearing for years, bro. Been hearing for years, especially in hip hop. We sexualize them like crazy. You know, shit in my raps, I ain't no better. On my podcast, I ain't no better. Just. In general, women in general calling women, you know, calling y'all bitches and shit. And I don't mean it in a malicious way, but it's still it's wrong to say, you know, it's wrong to say. And um, but still, you know, yeah, it's just it sucks. It sucks, man. It does suck. It sucks that the hurt that black women feel 
that selfishly them expressing their hurt makes me feel like I'm under attack as a black man. So I kind of want to like rebel a little bit. Now, again, like I said, when I figure out like the evidence and when I say evidence, I just mean like the topics of certain talking points. I ain't saying it's going to be smoke, but y'all going to get this talk. Black women don't even trip. Like it's going to come. Y'all going to get this talk. And uh, shit, I might just do it with Kobe. No, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Nah, yeah, I'm going to do it with Ramakai. I'm going to do it with Ramakai. No, nah, I'm going to do it by myself first. And then bring Ramakai on on the next episode. So she can argue with me. <laughs> Shout out Ramakai. I can't wait to talk to her again anyways. She's in Africa right now. But anyways, you know. But um, yeah, man, like. That's trash. That's really trash. Like, as a culture, long story short, as a culture, we have to be better. We have to really do be, we we have to be better. You know, we have to do better by uh, black women, for sure. As, especially as a society. Like, but the, now this was something that I thought was kind of wild or almost like a coincidence. Perfect timing, low key. For this docu-series to come out about fucking R. Kelly. And then, like, what, two, three days later, the next week, uh, Centoya, Centoya Brown gets clemency. She's going to get released this year. Black girl that, I'm sure y'all heard, heard the story. If not, black girl, like, what, was it 2003, 2004, I want to say it was, something like that. Um... She 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 killed a man because she thought that he was going to kill her. She was either being pimped out, sex trafficking, whatever. He bought her for sex. She felt threatened, killed the nigga. She was a minor. And they gave her life. No parole or whatever the case. Like she'd been trying to get parole all these years or this and that or a lesser sentence. They just been like, nah, fuck you, whatever the case, you know. So, with that, you know, and that's just like when I when I was watching the R. Kelly doc uh, docu series, the girl was saying how at one point she just felt like she wanted to, she just wanted to get out of there. Either she wanted, she either she wanted, she, he was going to kill her, or she wanted to kill him, or she felt like she was going to die. Whatever, whatever the the case was, I know she was talking about killing that nigga. She felt like she wanted to kill that nigga, you know, and uh, R. Kelly had them girls in a cult under a spell, trapped, whatever the case was, like just in a situation. So when you see that, when you see that with other black girls, you know what I'm saying? In that same position, feeling that type of way. Um, when 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 stories like this are being brought to light, you know. Uh, I the the Centoya Brown within the within this storm of just this story, you know. Uh, that was a nice that was a nice uh peak of sunshine. That was a very nice peak of sunshine to see that, you know. Wow. 
Sorry, I had to, you know, scoot my track over for the, it's on the list. <laughs> All right. But, um, yeah, you know, like I said, that was a solid ass. Uh, that was very nice to see. That was very nice to see that she, um, that she will be released. And again, you know, there are white dudes that are caught red handed raping girls in college and shit like that. And niggas is getting uh, probation, might spend a year in jail or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Just a slap on the wrist. But motherfuckers don't care when it's a black girl. And then when it is a black girl and she do some shit, even, you know, she did kill a nigga, but it's still like, you don't even want to take in consideration what, what her circumstances might've been or, you know, or what she might've felt like, it's just, just throw her away, whatever, throw her away, you know? So, um. Yeah, you know, like I said, that that when I seen that, all that, especially being just so close to the um to the R, the R Kelly doc, it definitely, it definitely, definitely, definitely was a a nice, I like I said, a nice peak of sunshine throughout this storm. But uh, let's see, what else do I want to talk about? Cause I've been going on for about forty one minutes, you know. And uh, that's about it that I really, you know, like I said, you know, I didn't, that's that's pretty much about it. Ah, but this is one thing I did want to say, though. With this R. Kelly doc and everybody just, there's all kinds of shit coming to light now. I see, you know, they trying to bring my nigga Charlemagne down. I don't know if he did it. I don't know. Like I was telling Kobe, you know, uh. Who knows what happened? Uh, at worst case scenario, worst case scenario, or best case scenario, I guess depending on how you know how the chips fall. Uh, the nigga was wrong for being damn near 19, 20 years old, and just being around a fifteen year old drinking with or whatever the case. Like that's wrong off the rip. He was already he was wrong, guilty for that, you know. But um, yeah. Uh, she trying to get it. She trying to get him. I see videos of Drake and shit coming out. I see motherfuckers condemning all these artists. And what really got me was uh, when they tried to get Lady Gaga. Or they're trying to get Lady Gaga. Gaga's feeling the pressures to condemn um, R. Kelly. Now, I understand that her quotes, you know, me and R. Kelly connected on things being said untrue about us and all this and that shit. This was like, what, 2013 when she did a song with him and how she was an advocate for, uh, you know, abuse, abusers and or not an advocate, but yeah, you know, an advocate for domestic violence, you know, and uh, being against it. And, uh, but I feel like that's, uh, I, I don't think, I just don't think that's cool. I don't think that's cool that, you know, to feel the pressures to condemn him. Man, that was years ago. She did a song with that nigga years ago. She said some shit with that nigga years ago. She Okay, she didn't believe it then. All right, whatever. 
what what will be the relevant like what what nail in the coffin or what does her saying R. Kelly is a total fuck piece of shit sorry trash get that fucking you know pedophile rapist abuser out of here like what is her saying that or just simple like what is that gonna do what else is that gonna add what else is that gonna add you know what is it gonna do what why would what do people want her to say I was wrong he like I don't people I really don't like that shit bro in this day and age how everybody just like (sighs) motherfuckers really be wanting to sun you out this bitch bro like that's really what it come down to niggas like motherfuckers really just be wanting to sun everybody they be wanting to sun you like you going to do this shit. We want you to do this shit. You better do that shit. We telling you to do that shit. Same with the Kevin Hart shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, same with this fucking cancel culture. And and again, like I was saying before, like, I can appreciate cancel culture for the accountability. But at the same time, I feel like, like, the boundaries, the overstep of the bounce can just like, I feel like the cancel culture be crossing a line. I don't spit all on my motherfucking pop filter, be crossing a line. You know what I'm saying? And it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, again, I, I don't like that shit. When I seen that shit, it just really rubbed me the wrong way of just how like in society, there's just this, there there's just really just with social media and shit like that and everybody's opinion you know there's just way too many perfectionists way too many perfectionists you know that's just like i was that's like i was talking to kobe one time and i was just like you know i was just i was playing some of my rap songs and i was just like what that bar mean did you get that and i and i often hit me up i was like um I was like, too many bones, not enough clothes, you know. What was the other bar? I don't know. I can't even remember. But anyways, what the line was saying was I was literally just talking about skeletons in my closet. That's literally all I was just talking about, you know. Uh, what what was that line? It makes me mad that I can't think of it now. Oh man, that makes me upset that I can't remember that line right now. But anyways, um, yeah, I say that to say, niggas got skeletons in their closet. Everybody is not perfect, but there's just this like thing about everybody just wanting to fake the funk like they perfect and just be so this fucking facade. Like I know I I'm not, I am not even close. The one thing like. I just, if there's one thing I would love to just like completely eradicate from my life is just like just judging people on any level. You know what I'm saying? Now, of course, uh, even just saying that, you have to throw out an explanation for the obvious. Of course, when motherfuckers are just flat out wrong, like 
if a motherfucker murders somebody or like in R. Kelly's case, fucking just being like a creep for many years or whatever, like when a motherfucker just flat out wrong, you ain't even really got to just judge a motherfucker. You can just say, nigga, you flat out wrong. But again, just this shit of just, you know, even hinting or thinking that you're just better than someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what this motherfucking social media shit be like. And that's how I feel like motherfuckers are trying to do a gaga just for the simple fact that at one point, for whatever reason, in her heart of hearts, you know, in her heart of hearts, she thought Kells was innocent. She ain't believe this shit. You know what I'm saying? And maybe she don't believe it now. Maybe she she might have watched that docuseries and was like, all the women tripping. They up there lying. What if she believed that? What if she believed, like, what if she really believes that? Even after seeing this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, what is it going to do? She says some shit, you know, whether she said too much back then or not. Maybe she caped a little too hard for him. Still, coming out and saying anything now, I don't really see what that says or what that's going to do. Because it's not like she's a terrible person. That we know of, you know what I'm saying? So her just saying, like, are you going to be happy if she just comes out and says, R. Kelly's wrong and literally just walks away? Is that going to be enough? Because, like, what are you asking for? What do you really want? Pressuring her to condemn, like, what do you want? Do you want a paragraph? You want her to write a song? Do you, what do you want? You know? It's crazy, you know? It's crazy. But anyways, like I said, this podcast has been going long, long enough. You know, if I sound like I don't have energy or whatever, you know, really, I'm just kind of tired. You know, it's nine o'clock. I've had class all damn day. Had orientation today at uh, my job. Just started a new job. You know, nigga working at a radio station. Whoop, whoop. You know, who knows? You know, right now it's entry level. But, you know, five, ten years, maybe sooner. Jack of Jack might have a voice on this shit. Could be going on. Could be going on up on that joint as Jack as Jack Haynes. Could be going on that joint as Don. Who knows? You know, it'd probably be Jack or Jack though. No, nah, it'd probably be Don. I don't know. It depends on depends on how I feel like you know walking about that motherfucker. But <laughs> all right. Anyways, I'm gonna get to the uh, to the list. You know, with all this talk, you know, about one second. But yeah, with all this uh, talk with R. Kelly lately and this shit and last year with motherfucking, you know, Kanye and even this year coming out, you know where I stand, Trump. And and then I just got to thinking about the city of Chicago because they just kept bringing it up, you know, what was going on in his Chicago house or, you know, growing up and shit like that, or whether it's one of his homes in Chicago and this and that, whatever. It just had me thinking about Chicago, you know? And I'm like, damn, man, like, Chicago, niggas is getting a, a, a look right now. And it's not a great one, you know? But uh, I just wanted to play a song that I feel like is, you know, um, one. <sighs> I'm going to reach and say this is a top 100. It's definitely probably tied to honey, but this 
straight out of Chicago. This is one of my favorite. And, you know, like I said, about sexualizing women and this and that, you know, it kind of falls in that category. But it's tasteful, I think. It's tasteful, you know. Um, so without further ado, you know, let's let the jams ride. You feel me? Go, 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 go. And on the count of three, go, 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 go. And on the count of three, go, 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 go. On the count of three, everybody run back to your fantasy.
Yeah, y'all know what that is. That's motherfucking common. Go. That shit. That used to be my jam back in the day, my nigga. I think this came out in what, 04, 05, some shit like that. They used to be my motherfucking song, bro. My motherfucking song. And, uh, yeah, you know, I just wanted to play some shit from the shit, from the shot, you know, cause there's been a lot of Chicago talk lately and shit like that. So, um, yeah, man, but you know, that was, that was today's episode. You know, there was, I figured I'd speak on it, you know. I gotta start speaking about sports more. See, that's things niggas don't even realize. Like, I probably got like ten or twelve like speak on the episodes just on my on like my YouTube page. That's not even on like my SoundCloud. Cause that's before I was even like counting the shits and this and that. You know, that's why like that's when I was trying to do like sports, trying to figure out you know trying to figure out my lane. I'm still trying to figure out my motherfucking lane. But um, I definitely was doing the sports. I definitely was doing the sports and shit back then more. And uh, I, I just be I just don't even be watching sports like that no more. So that's one reason why I kind of just can't, because I just don't be watching sports like that no more. Like I be watching, but I don't be watching enough to really, really, really just speak on it unless I'm speaking on it with someone else. Like it'd be kind of hard for me to just you know have an opinion solely um on this shit but uh yeah oh, god I'm tired I'm sorry guys I really am but yeah I'm finna be about this bitch you know again share like subscribe on Apple please SoundCloud please Tell people to follow me on IG, S-O-I underscore the podcast, you know, or it might not, it might not even be the, it might just be speak, S-O-I underscore podcast. No, it's the podcast, S-O-I underscore the podcast. You can follow my main, you know, the heavy kid, you know, easily Come on, my G. Like, that's probably one of the hardest uh, Instagram names. Out of everybody that's got Instagram, come on, my nigga. The Heavy Kid, that's top 1,000. That's top 1,000 Instagram names of all the shits. Like, cold, smooth, classic, easy to remember, easy to put in, none of that extra underscore. How you spell it, my nigga, it's the heavy. Come on, my nigga. I just really got the sauce with it. But, um... Yeah, guys, that's it. You know, that's it. That's it. Uh, for everyone that be listening, I appreciate it. When I be putting on, you know, little um, votes, you know, top fives, motherfuckers that be voting, motherfuckers that be participating, engaging with a nigga, I appreciate it, you know. And let me talk, you know, before I close, I was talking with uh, with this cat that used to I used to go to school with. He was a couple grades higher than me. Uh, he does a podcast with my cousin Scoop X, uh, Mac, you know, and he was, and he was telling me about, he was, well, he was asking me like, you know, like what's one of the challenges, you know, of having, um, of just doing a podcast by yourself. And I was like, uh, off the rip rambling, easy rambling. And then ideas, you know, wanting to do segments and stuff like that. And, uh, like shit, this, uh, 
you know, like this episode, this episode right here, you know, I would have loved to, uh, been able for my brain to be able to bounce off your words, bounce off somebody else's words of, of perspective. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep the shit more juicy and this and that, you know? Um, but anyway, so I was like, you know, that's, that's that, you know? And we were just talking about, you know, uh, content and, and things to talk about and, 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 and shit like that. You know, because I was just saying how, like, you know, sometimes I be feeling away. I was like, sometimes I be, uh, well, I asked him, I was like, well, what's, I was like, what are y'all's challenges? Because he does a podcast, th- uh, Thinking Out Loud, and it's four of them. I'm like, what's the challenges of a four mic dynamic? He was like, well, there's really no challenges with the, with the, with the mics, uh, with, you know, the people being on the mics and, and shit like that. He said, with any, he said, if anything, it's kind of like a, a content constraint. It was like we can't really dive into everything or, or certain things that we would like to kind of dive into because of uh, of a lane that they've steered themselves into. And I was like, OK, I can see that. I can see that when I listen to their podcast is very, you know, uh, the positive, you know, well, I'll put it to you this way. It's the opposite of my podcast. Y'all know how I'm giving it up. Wilding for the utmost. You know, open the shit up with hella fucks and bitches and shit like that. Like, I was telling him, I was like, man, y'all niggas do a good job of just, like, keeping the cursing to a minimum and shit like that, you know. Uh, and so I was telling him, I was like, you know, like, sometimes I be feeling away. I was like, I be feeling away. Um, when it be seem like people don't want to fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Again, I could be straight delusional and naive to the fact that I am trash on this mic. That I am literally just fucking terrible on this mic. You know what I'm saying? And my perspectives, my point of view, how I deliver it, how I talk, everything could just be trash, just boring, whatever. Do I believe that? I don't. I don't. I really don't. It's just, I don't. I don't believe it. Do I believe that I have episodes that's not as good as some? Of course, of course, of course. You know? Uh, shit, I feel like this one right here, man. Yeah, you know, even just. Even just doing it, you know, I, I I like it. I feel like it can be like, I don't think it's a shitty episode, but I'll, I'm, I'll listen back to this one and really see. But, you know, coming out of my mouth, you know, whatever. Again, like I said, this is an episode I wish I would have had somebody else with me. But anyways, back to what I was saying. I was like, you know, I be feeling like people don't fuck with me and this and that shit. But I was like, but then I have I was like, but then I have to, you know, step back and realize that. I do do a podcast a certain way. I am, you know, shout out the asshole army. You know, I do become flagrant with this shit. I be cursing. I be talking about fucking white wives. I be, you know, just talking about, I be talking about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. That's really what it is. I talk about what the fuck I want to talk about, you know, and just so happens what the fuck I want to talk about. Sometimes can just be can be wild and I'll and I say it how I say it, you know, so I, I definitely understand how that. Doesn't reach everyone, you know what I'm saying, or I have to understand that I'm I do understand it, but still sometimes I can kind of get like blinded by it and be like, man, like, why don't nobody want to fuck with me? You know what I'm saying? I be posting videos on Facebook. Don't nobody want to comment. I look at video. 
You mean to tell me 81 people looked at this shit? Don't nobody like it? Not a single like? Don't nobody got nothing to say? You know what I'm saying? Like, really? Like, all right. So maybe those 81 views could have just been like five seconds. As soon as they heard my voice come on again, I could be trash with the shit, you know? Uh, so I understand that just how I be doing it, just my whole image with the shit, like, don't nobody want to, you know what I'm saying? That's like my brother was telling me, like, you know, you just got to start tagging people in it and this shit. That's one. First, I've never been that, that I really, I've never really liked tagging people. I used to do it, but then I just kind of like, I don't like just spamming, just blowing people up with, with tagging and shit. And I really don't feel comfortable really doing it with, with my shit because I understand what type of shit that I'm doing. Like I could ta I could tag like that clip what I'm talking about, you know? Where the dick? Where the dick for a hundred million? Like who I'm supposed to tag on that? You know what I'm saying? Like I everybody might not want that on their page. That's now that's tagged to them. They might it's on their page. Like if they if their settings and shit ain't set right, you know what I'm saying? Now other people saying that on their page. Like they might not just want that. They they don't want to associate with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? It hurt, you know. It hurts. It sucks that, you know, motherfuckers don't be feeling like they want to fuck with me off the, you know, motherfuckers don't want to fuck with me off the strength and shit, but it is what it is. So, and, and, but like with their podcast, because they do just give off a great vibe and, and they be, t and like I said, man, there's been plenty of times I listen to their podcast and, uh, you know, I wish I was on, in on that conversation and what, and whatnot, but they do give off, they give off something that's easy or that you would want to be a part of. Like they, 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 so that's, that's the give and take. You know what I'm saying? That's the give and take. I, if maybe I switched my shit up and was being a little more PC, uh, you know what I'm saying? And not even to call them PC, but just for me, speaking on me, if I was just, if I toned my shit down a little bit or talked about, you know, maybe people would want to fuck with me a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? But that ain't, that, 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 that that's not, that's not how it's going. That, that's not how it's going. And like I've, like I was telling Mac, ever since I started rapping, I've always said, I want to be currency. Y'all niggas can be Wiz Khalifa. And that currency role, me speaking that, I feel like that's just what is being shown to me slowly, but surely uh, I'm going to find my shit that people will just fuck with me and get me. And that's what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? But right now it just sucks because I ain't found those motherfuckers yet. And even the people like, damn, it's crazy to think that everybody on Facebook or whatever, especially like, like I said, you always want love from your hometown. So that's why it's just, that's why it stings. Cause you always want love from your hometown. It's crazy to think that nobody from my hometown, like, feels the way I feel <laughs> or you know what I'm saying like what ain't none of y'all wild ain't none of y'all don't give a fuck and I give a fuck I really be giving a fuck but I don't know I don't know I don't know but uh yeah so long story short is uh I do appreciate the 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 listeners that do be listening you know it don't be a lot but I be I appreciate it that 17, 20. That's why, man, I wish I could just send something to y'all, man. I wish I knew who those like 
who are the consistent 10? I wish I knew just so I can like personally send y'all something or just a personal thank you. Whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? Because I appreciate that shit. I really do. For y'all to like fuck with a nigga for 40 minutes out of your day or whatever the case is. Like that's that's hard. That's hard as fuck. You feel me? <laughs> for real. That's your heart. That's your heart. So yeah, you know. But nah. When I'm posting shit on IG, fuck with a nigga. Nigga, if I ask you a fucking question about a top five on some rap shit. And I know you fuck with some rap shit. And you ain't gonna answer the question. Suck a dick, you fuck ass hoe. For real. Click yes or no, goddammit. I asked you if wipe me down top five all time. Nigga, you been listening to rap and shit, y'all. What? You better click yes or no, nigga. I wanna know. You know. But that's ego too. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas don't really owe me shit. <laughs> y'all don't owe me nothing, but at the same time, quit being a hoe about it. You feel me? And, uh, yeah, but anyways, you know, that was just my last little spill I wanted to do, but all right, I'm about this bitch, y'all. <laughs> I just, my 